You're listening to the Spooniepreneur Podcast, the show that helps you learn how to pay the bills, find a sense of purpose, and build a life-first business. I'm your host, Nicole Neer, and on this podcast, I am taking you behind the scenes to show you what it really looks like to be an entrepreneur living with chronic illness. If you are a Spooniepreneur or thinking about starting a business, you are in the right place. Everybody and welcome to this episode of the Spooniepreneur podcast. If you listened last week, you will know that we are changing up the format just a little bit this season, and I'm taking you kind of week by week on this journey with me of reinventing my business. Uh, I, for a long time, have worked as a virtual assistant, and then I had a virtual assistant's agency. I was certified as an online business manager a few years ago, and now I am moving into kind of higher level OBM work and letting my business change and evolve in ways that feel very, very scary. So right now I work anywhere from 30 to 35 hours a week, which is not ideal. My body sweet spot is usually about 25 hours a week. And so I'm definitely pushing myself harder than I probably should be. I also am just balancing a lot of different projects, a lot of different clients. And when you struggle with brain fog, that can be a recipe for disaster. And it's been two weeks since I recorded the last episode and disaster almost happened in those two weeks. Um, My mother was injured at work a few weeks ago and she's had some issues with her wrist and she does a lot of caring for me. As much as I would really love to live on my own a lot of the time, um, I can't really live on my own because my body just doesn't get along with all of the dishes and the laundry and the cleaning and we have animals so caring for them and doing all the things and still having energy to you know have some fun my body does not agree with that at all and as my mom was sick that was just reinforced because I was doing a lot of that to help out with with her and my body just fell apart so A week and a half ago, I started a flare, which I have fibromyalgia and a whole host of other illnesses, but with fibromyalgia, I will go periods of time where I feel pretty good. And pretty good for me is pain all over my body (laughs) and feeling tired a lot, but able to function not really normally, but to be able to do the things that I need to do in my life and my business with help from my mom. And when I'm in a flare, especially this flare happened a lot with brain fog. So it was very difficult to string coherent thoughts together. It was very difficult when I was working on projects, I would have to like stop a lot and try to remember what I was doing. It was really, really miserable. My body was tired and I hurt more than usual. And when I hit a flare with brain fog, everything kind of comes to a halt because it's pretty impossible to do client work. You know, with something should take you five, 10 minutes is taking you an hour. That's a big problem. Um, 
my philosophy usually is that I will try to do something for five minutes. And if at the end of that five minutes, I need 20 minutes to recover, that's okay. But I'm just going to try to like really pound out some good work in those five minutes. And then there comes a point when that 20 minute rest becomes an hour rest becomes I need to go take a nap rest. And when I hit that point, I know that it's time to step away. And that's really you know, there's there's this fine line when you are an entrepreneur living with chronic illness that I think we all flirt with, even if you're not an entrepreneur. But there's this fine line of I need to rest and I could probably push through this or I'm using my illness as a way to hold me back when really I could I can really do this. Uh, there's like this really fine line. It's you know, it's choosing to use the spoons on something, even though you know you're going to pay for it, but also kind of wondering, but maybe if I use the spoons on this, I won't pay for it. And am I just worried about the, you know, the other side of doing that big thing instead of just like actually enjoying the thing I want to do? It's really, really tricky. And I guess for me, it's when I hit that wall of my body just is not wanting to focus, is not wanting to do what it needs to do, or I'm too tired, or the pain is just so much that I can't think around it. That's when I need to step away. And so I made the decision to step away. It was was Thursday night, and I just knew I was done. I knew I needed a good, solid three days of rest. And so I let all of my clients know. I canceled my Friday meetings, and I just took three days to rest. It's something that I don't take lightly, um, having to step away like that. I know that it has an impact on my clients' businesses, especially those that I'm an online business manager for, because they're really depending on me to run the back ends of their business. And so if they've got projects going on and I'm gone, the projects don't move forward. Um, And so I I know that I'm impacting my clients' businesses. And and most of my clients, you know, they understand that I have chronic illness. They get that this happens a couple of times a year and that when I can really stop and rest and usually I'm able to pick it back up on the other side of that rest, uh, they get it. I have a newer client who struggled with it. And it's... It's such a crappy feeling because I am a recovering people pleaser and I don't want people to feel put out by me. I don't want to inconvenience people. And having chronic illness can be inconvenient (laughs) for a lot of different people. And there's also this level of ableism, I guess, of people viewing you as uh, not capable of running your business, people viewing you as not reliable. And it's almost like when you have to stop and take a break, they kind of use that as evidence that you aren't reliable, that you aren't capable, and that you are going to let things fall apart. Uh, and, And the only way that I know to get around that is just to show people through my actions that that's not the case. It takes time. I wish it didn't take time. I wish people were just like really understanding and great from the get-go. But in my experience, sometimes it takes a little time for people to realize, oh, it's okay. Like she will rest. She'll come back. It will be fine. 
that was really difficult when I was struggling and I knew she was upset. It was this whole week long saga and it coincided with me trying to start this new part of my business, me really kind of ending one business and starting a next, even though it's not um, completely in a different field, the business is just going to look radically different on the other side of it. And it brought up a whole bunch of mindset stuff. And that's really, you know, I think that it's really important to acknowledge that when you are making a big shift, really in life or business, but as an entrepreneur, when I'm making a big shift, two things happen. The first thing that happens is my body inevitably will just wig out at least once. (laughs) And I will have that moment where I will have to step away. I will deal with more fatigue. I will deal with a lot more physical symptoms as I'm going through the process. Like I've just understood that that is part of this leveling up process. The other thing that happens is that a whole lot of mindset stuff creeps in. And for me, that really looks like imposter syndrome. So this idea of who are you to do this? Like what makes you think you're qualified to do this you know, VIP day with clients and give them this high level support and get paid a lot of money to just show up for a day and talk to people and do something that feels so easy. Like, who are you to do this? It should be uh, a lot harder. You should have to work harder for it to get paid that amount of money. Like, they're all of these things circling, right? And, And the truth is, is that I have worked for seven years in this field, gaining this knowledge to be able to do these one day intensives. It's not like I decided overnight that I was going to do this. Um, And when you're working in your zone of genius, that, that place where things do feel easy, where you're doing your best work, where you feel really aligned, when you're working from that place, that's usually where you can also make the most money. Like it's just true that when you are in that place of flow, when you're doing those things that you're so good at, if you can do more of that and charge more for that, then you're really gonna build a business that feels really, really, really good. And so there's just all the mindset stuff. You know, I'm also from a small Midwestern town, a very working class community. My dad worked at a factory for many, many, many years. My mom, um, she stayed at home with us a little bit and then she worked as a teacher. Um, You know, we had enough. We had enough to put food on the table. I had everything I needed. Uh, Not a whole lot of things that I really wanted, like those Abercrombie jeans or, you know, (laughs) all of that stuff that I really wanted. But I had everything that I needed. Uh, Having a business where I am making way more than anybody in my family has ever made uh, feels weird and feels icky sometimes. It's just like, who are you to to want this. And then when you talk about wanting to uh, increase your income by working a whole lot less, going from working 30, 35 hours a week to working 10, 15 hours a week, um, it feels really weird because in the Midwest, it's kind of like hard work means working long hours. 
And so there are all of these mindset things that swirl. And I wish I could, you know, give you this like really beautiful piece of advice of like, this is how you move through it. This is what that looks like. It's not that easy. And the truth is, is that what I've done is to allow myself to feel all the feelings instead of sitting and judging them and letting myself get really caught up in it. I just let myself acknowledge that these are kind of what I call stories. These are stories that my brain is telling me. Most of that, the stories that are running through my brain are not true. You know, I am fully qualified to do this. um, And I know that I can charge a lot of money because I'm giving people such an amazing service and I'm doing it in one day. So they just have to clear one day off of their schedule and they get this amazing, amazing service. I understand that logically, and sometimes it just takes our monkey brains a little bit to catch up with that. And what I've also realized is that this will happen, this cycle of physical symptoms, this cycle of mindset stuff is going to come around over and over and over again throughout this process because business is not a destination. You know, when I get to the place where I've, you know, when I get to the place where I have replaced this income from my agency from this one-on-one work with VIP work, um, I'm still going to be wanting to do the next thing. Like that's just part of being an entrepreneur. We have a million good ideas and we can only implement like 1% of them, right? Um, so it's, it's more about acknowledging that that cycle is part of every time that I up-level my business. And instead of dreading it, instead of getting really angry when it happens, I just let myself feel it and just let myself move through it. I give my body, I give my mind what it needs. Um, I always, 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 when I know I'm going into this cycle of up-leveling my business, If I'm not in therapy, I go back to therapy, right? Because I think therapy is an important business tool. I think it's also helpful to have a coach that helps you in this process or to find a business mastermind or some kind of group program where you can get support along the way as you're doing this too. You know, I I think that there are lots of, of ways to kind of just allow yourself to move through it that are going to get you to where you need to go without you losing your mind, which is really, really important. So, I mean, that's just really what my body and my mind have been dealing with practically on the business side. Um, You know, getting support is so key when you're trying to do something like this. Um, I am part of a group program that's helping me to create this VIP day experience. And if you're not familiar with a VIP day, you know, basically what I'm going to be doing is taking people through their client journey. You know, how does somebody find you? How do you nurture those relationships? And then also, what systems do you have to make those things happen? Like, how are you setting up your content calendar for marketing? How are you getting the help you need from a virtual assistant or somebody to help you set up your CRM program? Like, what does that look like? And then I'm giving people a plan of, you know, for the next three months, here are the things that you need to do to help you get to this goal that you have. Um, I think it's really fun. I really enjoy that work. 
It's the part of what I do right now that I love the most. And so I'm working with a coach within a group program. Um, There's like an online course component and there's a group component. Um, There's some one-on-one like coaching that happens. And she's really helping me to develop that VIP day offer and to market it and to know how to position myself and all of those things. So um I have booked one VIP day session, which is great. Um, this person has lovingly agreed to be my guinea pig, and I have a really good idea of you know the framework for my VIP day, and so I'm just working through some of that stuff. So I have made forward progress, but again, you know this group program is is set up so that you kind of do a module a week. I've been in it for a month, and I've done two modules. <laughs> right, it's taken me twice as long to do it. Uh, I just acknowledge that that's part of the process. I'm not going to move through it as quickly as other people, um, but I, I keep making forward progress because that's all we can do. So, oh goodness, I guess I want to empower you today that if you are stuck in this, you know, you're building your business or you're trying to do the next thing in your business and you get frustrated that your body is just not cooperating with you the way you want it to or that you have all this mindset stuff or it triggers you know mental health stuff I know my anxiety always gets triggered when this happens I want to give you some some encouragement that you know one of the worst things that we can do is to fight it (laughs) even though that sounds kind of counterintuitive because I think we're taught to be resilient we're taught to just ignore it and move on and it'll go away but really if we can honor the way that we're feeling we can kind of lean into it a little bit and learn the lessons of what it's trying to tell us um then we can just move through it. And then the next time it happens, we realize, oh, if I just sit with you, if I just acknowledge, yes, this is my brain kind of freaking out because I'm doing this new thing, but I know these things aren't true. And so I'm just going to kind of let myself have the freak out a little bit. And then I'm just going to move through it naturally. When you can get to that place, then it just becomes easier and easier and easier to move through that. And it doesn't take as long. So it's not that entrepreneurs never feel that way. I think Absolutely every entrepreneur, whether you are making $7 or $7 million, feels this way. It's just when you get to $7 million, you've worked through that enough that you're able to go through it pretty quickly because you just understand, you know, those things are those things are not actually based in reality. They're just my brain, you know, trying to, to tell me things that aren't true. So that's that's where I'm at. Um, on this journey. That's what I'm dealing with is a whole lot of mindset stuff, my body freaking out and just trying to make forward progress, which I'm guessing kind of feels like a lot of you. So I'm going to end this with the reminder that I give myself every day and that I give you at the end of every episode, which is we can do hard things if we take it one step at a time. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening. If you're looking for show notes from this week's episode or want to build a toolkit to help you create a life first business, visit www.theresilientbusinesstoolkit.com for free resources. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your friends. And don't forget to rate and review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next week.